Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. Welcome to the Course Wizards Podcast. I'm Christopher Maselli. I'm here with my buddy, Amit Aurora. How's it going today, Amit? What's up, Chris? How are you doing, man? Doing good. We got some 2024 news today that's uh, going to be interesting. Are you ready to find out where course platforms are and courses are in 2024? Is this still worth doing? Yes, I am looking forward to this. You uh, sent me the Thinkific Trends Report. Yes. And even though we don't use the platform, I think there's some <laughs> Great minds behind it who have put the report together for us. Yeah, so this is every year Thinkific puts together an online learning trends report. It's basically these are what they consider are the top trends of the coming year. Now, there are some things in here that are every year, right? Because like the whole growth of online tr uh, training, is ju it just keeps going. And so that just keeps being reported. But there are some interesting trends. There's five trends that they outline. And so we're going to go through those. And just talk a little bit about back and forth. And uh, if you want to get this report, we'll put the link in the um, show notes. But overall, like this is important because as it says in the beginning pages of the report, the creator economy could reach half a trillion dollars by 2027. And there's an expected 10 to 20% per year compounding growth over the next five years. So that means a whole lot of online trainers, online teachers, don't you think? That's a whole lot of money to be made. And you said by 2027? 2027. That's only three years away. Wow. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And people are getting more used to this, I think, is the other, my kind of big takeaway from it. And they talk about how over 90% of people dedicate at least an hour a month to learning digitally. Think about that. So that means nine out of every, more than nine out of every 10 people spend time every month learning online. So if you're an online creator, it, there is no longer that barrier of having to teach people about how to learn online. Like they just know this is how it's done and um, it happens everywhere. Yeah, no, that's a great stat. So there are some trends here, right, Chris, that we're going to break down yep. on all the trends that they are talking about. They sure are. There's five of them. So let's, should we just go right through them one at a time? And each one has some takeaways. So we can talk about the trend and then we'll talk about the takeaways. Yeah. Yep. All let's right. Do that. So the first trend is that AI is not destroying online education. It's actually increasing the productivity of creators like you and I. It says that 78% of people believe that AI generated content is here to stay. <laughs> I, I don't know how it wouldn't be at this point. It's incorporated into everything we do. And basically, you're finding that creators are actually using AI, not just to create everything for them and then do nothing, but to supplement the time it takes them to create their online platforms or their and, online training, right? And what's interesting is it says here that an MIT Sloan research study even found that people who didn't know the source of content would frequently prefer things that were AI generated. So that's <laughs> interesting. So they didn't know the source of the content. That's the key. So probably what they did is they probably had a human summarize teaching content. 
and then they had an AI summarize it, and the AI may have done a better job. It may have been more to the point and uh, just helped you get through it. And I, so in my full-time job, I work at this company, and part of our, one of the things we are trying to do is we outsource to this company to scrape jobs so we can post those jobs on our website. And this is all legal mm -hmm. to do. So we decided. Why I think it's funny that you have just, to qualify that, Ahmed. <laughs> I know, right? And then someone had a brilliant idea. Instead of using this third-party company who's doing the scraping for us, why don't we just ask AI to do it? Mm -hmm. We did a test, and funny enough, the results were that the company who does the scraping actually does a better job because AI is just getting uses, mixing some useless data in there that we don't need. So that's why I think it's good to know that you can augment your training with AI, but it doesn't mean that it's going to replace us. If anything, it's going to help us get content out there faster and better content, right? Because I can take a paragraph and ask AI to make it sound more funny, make it sound more literary, however I want it. As long as I have the content that I've created, I can then slice and dice it using AI. Yeah, AI is nice to be able to give you a place to start, but I don't think it replaces us as humans and the human touch. And that's, so they have three takeaways for this section. And the first one is essentially what I just said. They, they said that while people, while more and more people are using AI content, they still prefer the human touch, right? They want to know that it's an actual person. And the second takeaway is that most learners believe that AI, while it can help teach a lot of things, it cannot replace an individual's lifetime of experience. And I think that's absolutely true. If I wanted to learn anything today, yes, there are certain things I could use AI for, but if I want to really learn how someone's implemented something over their lifetime, you have to go to a human and really hear just from their, from their own lips how they've done things and how they've navigated life. Yeah, I can write a blog post about how to do this DMARC records right. for Google and Yahoo sending. But yeah. if I actually make a video and show you, that's going to help you a whole lot, especially if I do it for GoDaddy, then Google domains, then Namecheap. Yeah, AI cannot do that 100%. 100%. And the last point they had for the takeaway on this is that AI can, though, increase your productivity. It can help you unblock yourself, extend your skill set, and help you grow your business. I think all those things are true. We like AI with caveats, I think is what I would say. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. All right, so trend number two is downloadables become the quickest path to monetization. And I think we have talked about this as tripwires, as lead, lead magnets, magnets, right? Yeah. And even if, like right now, if anyone and everyone unless you are not in this online world, then obviously you're not listening to this podcast. Mm -hmm. But people who are listening to this podcast and our course creators know this whole disruption happening about the Google and Yahoo uh, email deliverability and how you need to have these certain records on your domain to satisfy those needs. If I was to create a checklist, Chris, and make it downloadable and free, that's my easiest path to creating a lead magnet and from there, I can say, oh, as soon as, you down as soon as they download, I can give them an upsell. Why don't I do this for you instead of you reading and doing it yourself? 
Yeah, th this second point to me is a um, no-brainer. This has been a key part of the marketing funnel for years, is getting people into it and getting them into it. They, they found that there's really no better way than to give them some kind of consumable content. It might be a PDF they can view. It might be a checklist. It might be a short video to watch, even a short training. And it may not seem like it's significant, but it can lead over the life of that lead. It could lead to actually being serious business. Yeah. Even if you take that one book, the four hour work week, I can't imagine mm -hmm. how much revenue that single book has generated. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly cool. right. So the, just real quick, I'm not going to go through all three of these because they're pretty much what we said. Basically, they just say, hey. Downloadables are the best way to make income, and you can use some of your current assets to have a lead mag magnet make it downloadable. Now, like I said, no-brainer there. This is interesting, the third trend, which is that all platforms are becoming learning platforms. When we taught, when we first started this podcast, we just talked about this last week or a couple weeks ago. When we first started this podcast, you would have to learn, how do I get my videos online and get them into some kind of special training program? And now, like people are teaching just on social media, right? They just upload their videos to social media and, they've, and they're and they monetizing it and making money there. You can use pretty much any platform you want, whether it's a dedicated training platform or whether it's something else that you make into a learning platform. It can totally work for you. There's nothing off the table at this point. Yeah. And everyone's gravitating to TikTok and YouTube, obviously shorts. but. To your point, I was watching a video, Chris, I want to say a couple of days ago on how to create AI videos with the available platforms out there. Mm -hmm. And this guy had done a brilliant job. It was like a 27, 30 minute video. So it was a time commitment for me to watch this. Yeah. And for the first 75% of the video, it was just knowledge bomb after knowledge bomb. And then right after the 75% mark, there was a small blurb Hey, by the way, if you want to create videos like you've been seeing, we do have a video club where we teach you how to do it. But what I got out of that is I was totally expecting a sale somewhere in there. Mm -hmm. But what this person did is they first established them as an authority and talked about some of the things they talked about is here's a video my student has made that made it to the top five. Not only the established authority, they're talking about their students being successful. Yes, that's so good. That's yeah. so good. And I think that it seems to trend younger. The younger you are, the more apt you are to use things like social media platforms. In the report, it says that 47% of 18 to 25-year-olds use TikTok for learning. Think about that. Half of 18 to 25-year-olds are using TikTok. By the time 10 years from now, by the time they're in their 30s, it'll be even higher. So there is no barrier to entry when it comes to what platform you're, you're going to use, whether it's TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, or Teachable, <laughs> or New Zendler. You could use any of those. So the, the takeaway for this is, hey, start exploring the different platforms. Find the ones that you enjoy using and then build an audience there. Yeah, I like their second takeaway on this. Don't shy away from platforms that haven't been used for mm -hmm. learning in the past. And a good example of this would be Twitter, right? You yeah. would think you can't learn anything on Twitter. Then people started doing tweet storms where you had the one tweet and under that or tweet threads, right? Where mm -hmm. 
then they would put 11 things under it. And I've learned some things on Twitter just by reading those threads. People would say, here's how I made a million dollars in passive income. And they will lay out their steps. Still high level, but you can learn enough to then dig deeper and go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, it almost seems like that would be a good lead magnet in itself, right? You create a listicle like that says, hey, here's 11 things that I learned on the road to becoming a millionaire. And then yep. at the bottom, if you want to learn more, find my community here, find my online training here, and then they jump into it. Which brings us to the next one, which is private communities are greater than social media. And again, this is, it, it's yep. hand in hand. You start off with social media where it's a many-to-many -many relationship. Yep. And then you slowly bring people into your fold, into your world, and bring them into, through your lead magnet, through your free course or a paid course, into a private community where it's more intimate, where they get to know you one-on-one. -on -one. And I think it helps. I, again, use this example ad nauseum of Daniel Batal and his community that I pay for mm -hmm. five bucks a month for two years now. And I don't go there enough, but when I want to, I know that Daniel will answer my question because that's the private community that he has set up is for his people to answer their question. Yeah, I belong to a couple of these now too. And they're off of the standard places like Facebook that you expect. You expect a lot of communities now to be on Facebook groups. And we've talked before about how we like communities in Facebook groups because so many people are already on Facebook. but there is definitely this trend where people are saying, I don't want to be a part of Facebook groups. Facebook is too negative. It's a mess. And I like going somewhere dedicated to just what I want to learn. And so having your own community, and, and we've talked, there's in on AppSumo, there's been some lifetime deals on community uh, software. There are also other ones out there that are just very good. They don't always have to be expensive. But you can build your own community and actually put your courses in that Black. community and make it part of your entire business. Yeah. Zendler has it. I think these days every course platform has a system has it. I've been dabbling in both Zendler and system, but even something free like Slack or a WhatsApp group, right? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. have to be, which is WhatsApp is owned by Meta, but <laughs> it's not Facebook. And the other part about having a community, a private community, is think about monthly recurring revenue. You can sell that community as a mastermind or a monthly coaching opportunity, and then people will stick versus a free Facebook group, which what the name suggests is just a free Facebook group, yeah. but you can't really build a membership. Yeah, no, 100%. And uh I think that building your own community is probably, to me, the next step if you're doing your online training, right? First, you got to get your training online, but really building that community is becoming more and more essential. No longer is it just the cool thing to put your training online. You want to build a continuous source of training people and education online, and you can do that through a community. Yeah, I think one key takeaway that Thinkific mentioned, which is so true, and Part of the reason why TikTok has taken off is show up authentically mm -hmm. in your community, right? Mm -hmm. And that, so now what the trend is, Chris, is on TikTok, if you have X number of followers, companies are, you can collaborate with companies to promote their products. I don't know if you've heard of this. It's a 
creator program that TikTok has created because companies have realized that a completely polished ad is an ad. Mm -hmm. Whereas me talking to the camera is authentic and that is going to get more people to stop scrolling versus an ad which as soon as you scroll, you know an ad and you're going to skip by it. Yeah. So that authenticity is key in anything today you do. So when Chris and I mess up on the show, we keep the messes in there because we're authentic. Yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. Unless it's, I'm it's, swearing. Yeah, all right. Trend number five is the creator economy is no longer a young person's game. So this is interesting. Uh, the It seems that those over the age of 40 are it's really picking up it says people between the ages of 41 to 56 consider themselves digital creators 20 percent of them do one out of five that's an increase of 16 percent if that trend continues it goes to show that basically the older generation not those 18 to 25 year olds but those of us who are older it's really picking up and this is becoming very much the norm i think that's a whole thing I'm really getting from this report is that more and more online training is easier to do. You can do it anywhere and it's for everyone and everyone uses it. Yep. Yeah. And I think, especially in the U.S., right, something to do with the fact that you, even if you retire, you can't really retire. So I think that might also be contributing to the trend of older people getting in, but they have the life experience, which we mentioned in the first point that people prefer, people might prefer AI, but they will always prefer your life experience mm -hmm. over AI. So I think this kind of lends well to that. Of the three key takeaways here in this one, I'm seeing one of them says older creator educators are in high demand. So it's that's because of that age and experience. Yeah. Yep. And then driving people of all ages to start creating. What I'm getting from all of this is create course creation platforms are going to continue to be the shovels that people are going to buy to go dig for gold. But you should start somewhere. You don't have to always invest in a course platform. As this report mentions, you can use social platforms to start teaching people. And then if enough people start asking you, oh, I need to learn more, I need to learn more, then look into. So really all you need is this brick here, which is your phone, oh, you and just phone. start creating content. Yeah, you yep. need your phone bare minimum. As long as you got your phone, you can make all of this happen. If you have more than your phone, if you have your own webcam and a mic, which is all I'm using here, standard webcam, mic, this isn't even just a little over $100 in investment, I'm ready to go. I can do full online trainings, and that's actually quite simple on any platform you want today. Yeah, this is a very good report, very interesting report, and very encouraging, I think. Of course, that's what I would expect because they're essentially trying to get you to sign up for Thinkific. <laughs> <laughs> it's a yep. lead magnet so, it's a lead magnet on it <laughs> it is but they do put out some good content so mm -hmm. i'm i'm happy that this was a good piece of content yeah let me wrap it up with what were the trends the number one trend is ai increasing creator productivity so keep using excuse me keep using ai keep exploring it just mess with it it's fun yep. uh, downloadable is the quickest way path to monetization whether lead it's magnets. like a 99 cent lead magnet on Gumroad. You don't even need a platform. Use Gumroad, right? Uh, all platforms become learning platforms is number three. Private communities are better than social media to keep a tight group of people, right? Your tribe. 
And then the fifth one is the aging creator economy is going to add more dollars because older generation people who have more experience are more sought after to teach that experience to the younger generation. Mm, very good. Hey, think if it keep coming out with good content like this, we like using it. We like reading it. And uh, I think everyone likes hearing about it. If you have enjoyed this report in this episode of Course Wizards, that's helped you digest this report without actually having to download it and read all those words yourself, please rate, review, and subscribe and share it with someone who else also might enjoy the report. And uh, uh, we'll be back next Wednesday with more great content for you. And until then, what should they do, Amit? Creating. Keep creating. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Ahmed Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.